This podcast was produced by Big Night Media, a proud partner of Big Night Entertainment. Hey, you know what? It's really fun to be here. Y'all know that theme music. <laughs> up what's up what's up what's up how we doing how we doing and welcome to episode 181 episode 181 of the banner banter podcast i am your host and favorite boston celtic season ticket holder timmy g how's everyone doing hope you have the best night of your life uh you can find me on the twitter machine at banner banter 18 or on facebook and instagram at banner banter podcast and as you know i'm part of the big night media team with some great podcasts like boston uncommon with joe mass drinks after work eat the damn cake i'm the promoter he's the dj be fit the hobby rambling with the purpose burnt toast 30 flirty and surviving music you're missing a chance to strive and so many other great podcasts that you can check out uh big night breaks if you're into sports cards every single weeknight sometimes even on the weekends youtube facebook instagram whatnot you name it go check it out personals group breaks they got it all you can always go down to the card vault down at patriot place which was recently just nominated for uh what what did that email say oh yeah recently nominated as one of the best card stores in america yeah Pretty crazy. So congratulations to Chris Costa and that entire crew. You can always get free tickets to upcoming shows at Big Night Live through Big Night Media on Instagram. Follow it at Big Night Media. Uh, Yeah, Timmy Ticket Tuesday. Like, tag, follow, comment, which show you want to go to. We'll get you some free tickets, hopefully, if you're a lucky winner. And you can always check out your Banner Banter podcast merchandise at BigNightShop.com. And one more quick plug, sorry. Uh, Game 4, Watch Party. If you're not going to the game, come over to Studio B right next to Big Night Live. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.com. They're only 20 bucks. Uh, it's a 21-plus event. Come, watch the game. You can't get any closer. The building is attached to TD Garden, so and it's better than banners. So come on down. Check it out. Food, drinks, about 12 or 13 TV screens, and then a huge 20-foot TV screen. Usually you get about 250 people there. It's a great time. Check it out. All right. <clears throat> so this is a little bit of an afternoon delight because after the game, went to the casino, saw Nelly, um, did a shot with Guy Fieri, like, what's my life? But, you know, shout out to Guy with green hair and Lindsay for coming out. My buddy Schmidt came out, Matty O, Nick, everyone that came out to Nelly last night. Jeff London was there. Just shout out to everyone. Anyways, so yeah, uh, Celtics win, 116-110 to 110, to go up two games to one in the NBA Finals. Iggy, Andre Godala came back for the Golden State Warriors, didn't make a huge impact like he did in game one. Um, and folks, I'm sure you are sick of me talking about everything that I'm going to talk about here, but it's just so simple for the Boston Celtics. Like everything that's in my head right now, I sound like a broken record and it's just so simple. It, 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 it's not rocket science, but I just want Banner 18. 
this is my way to let go of my stress. I'm sorry about my voice. I was obviously hooting and hollering. And I'm going to make this very quick because this is, you know, an afternoon delight episode. Sorry it didn't come out in the morning. Obviously way too tired for, for any of that. Um, yeah, uh, I recorded one and it just really wasn't appropriate, like at all. So we're going to move on and record this one. But the four things that kind of stuck out for me from this game, number one, something that I've been saying all year, Jalen Brown is the most important player. He really and truly is. Cue the tweet. Jalen Brown is the most important player in this series. Jalen Brown came out in the first quarter like a fucking madman. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say the word fuck? Does Clay Thompson not like that? Yeah. Real classy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Draymond Green, what a classy guy he is. Anyways, uh, but Jalen Brown, you know, he came out firing. Uh, I think he shot like six of nine, five rebounds, three assists, 17 points. Say what? Like, just absolutely crazy. Really happy for Jalen's performance. But the issue here is... And it's not really like an issue, but it is an issue, but it's not an issue. <clears throat> uh, I mean, Jalen Brown only had five second half points, and 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 that's the shit I don't like. Uh, this has always been an issue with Jalen. I feel like he always starts strong and then disappears, or he's nowhere to be seen and then finishes strong. You really can't get like a full, like, you know, 10 points here and six points here and eight points there and seven points there in the final quarter. It's it's literally like an O-Town song. It's all or nothing. It It's crazy. Now, the reason, like, obviously why it's not a huge issue is because Jason Tatum said, fuck y'all, I'm going to take over. And Jason Tatum finally did some grown man finishes at the rim. He might have dribbled probably about too much for my liking, but he dribbled, he attacked the rim, he got to the hoop. Sure, he missed some layups. Those will eventually fall. He got some foul calls here and there. You know, there were obviously Scott Foster loves to call fouls, but I don't think that's the reason why the Celtics won or the Warriors lost in by any way, shape, or form. But, I mean, Jason Tatum had 15 second-half points, which you love, and he finished with nine assists. And like I said, in the series preview, which was, oh, God, what was the series preview? Episode 178, I think the series preview was. I said every game that Tatum has five assists or more, the Celtics are going to win. And so far, he had 13 in game one. They won. He had nine in game three. They won. And then he had three in game two. They lost. So, again, if Jason Tatum can score the basketball the way that he did last night, maybe a little bit too many shots, but, I mean, 23 shots for Jason Tatum, I feel like, is fair and reasonable. But if he can also get others involved and get those guys to get confidence in themselves, like Al and Marcus um, and and Jalen, too, I I feel like that's going to be very, very important. I mean, because, let's be honest, Jalen just has to be better for a full 48. But, I mean, the way that he came out last night and just punched the Warriors right in the face, he was amped he was juiced uh no pun intended there because i know that's the name of his clothing company but really happy for jalen brown and the way that he played really happy that he's showing why he could win the nba finals mvp if the celtics do win this series which is something that i predicted anyways turnovers 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 the celtics had less than 15 turnovers folks and are now 14 and two or 15 and two something along those lines when they have 15 turnovers or less five of those were from marcus smart and listen marcus is so str- is so frustrating. There was a pass that he had that like went like behind his head that tried to get to Al Horford. It wasn't there. Stupid, cute turnovers ain't it in the NBA Finals. You just got to make the right play for the love of God. But then he comes down and then makes some big shots and then you somehow forget about the stupid play that he had. And that's just like the gift and the curse of Marcus Smart. The beaut, like the my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, if you will, of Marcus Smart. You know, you're like, oh, what an idiot. I can't believe he passed that ball. He forced it. What a moron. And then he gets a steal and you're like, hey, Marcus, way to go, bud. Really happy for you. Like that's just the, and that's just the way it works. And speaking about big shots, Okay, number 12. I see you. Finishing strong at the hoop in traffic. Didn't know you had that in you. But shout out to you. 
and what else did I <clears throat> what else did I want to talk about? Because like I said, folks, this is gonna be a super quick podcast because I I just got a lot going on. Um, oh yeah, so <clears throat> geez, my voice is shot. Um, they beat the Warriors with Clay and Steph shooting the ball very well. I mean, Clay and Steph combined for over fifty points. You knew that Clay Thompson was going to go off one of these games. He finally did, and they controlled it. Now I think. Steph and Clay combined for like 56 points. Jalen and Jason combined for like 53 points, something like that. So the fact that their two best players and our two best players were even is obviously very important. That obviously has to continue going forward. But I mean, he Clay Thompson was a big part of why the Celtics lost again in the third quarter to the Warriors. I think it was 33 to 25. But like the fact that the Celtics scored 25 points, which seems like a thousand points, which you know how they've been playing in the third quarter of this entire series. It still wasn't enough. They still have to be a lot better in the third quarter going forward, but they they blew another lead. They didn't fall over from it. When Steph hit that three to go up 83 to 82, this team could have been like, well, fuck it. We're, we're the new team in the finals. This was fun. But they showed heart. They showed experience. Yeah, they showed experience. I know everyone, hey, you know, the Warriors have like 129 some odd games. And the Celtics don't have any games of experience, but the way that the Celtics started off that fourth quarter was absolutely unbelievable. They held the Warriors to only 11 points. I mean, the benches were cleared with like three minutes left, I think. It was something like that. It was absolutely banana land. So obviously very happy for how this team responded to some adversity because let's be honest, folks. I mean, the Warriors scored what? Five points in 30 seconds. It was that Andrew Wiggins dunk and then Steph hit a three and you're like, what the fuck? So like... Every single time it got down to like nine or eleven, it literally felt like a tie game. You you could you could sense that arena getting getting tense. But I I thought the the crowd was great. Um, I you know whatever with the Draymond things, but um, I'll talk about the the crowd in like thirty seconds. I just have to talk about something else that's on my mind. So when we're thinking about Game Four Friday night, TD Garden, nine p.m. By the way, the tip offs are at like nine ten. Very good. ESPN and ABC. I'll see how late it is for a Friday night, though. That'll be interesting. But whatever the Celtics did with Rob Williams, they got to do it again because his health after only one day off is going to be very interesting and very important. He's been getting you know two days off, which is obviously great. But the Celtics played Rob. He's clearly on a minute restriction. I think Ime said like twenty like last week. Um, but like. He, he might have gone over that. I don't know. But they're playing him in like these three-minute stints, and I think it's great because he just goes balls to the wall. He, he had a bunch of blocks. I think uh, he had double figures in rebounding. Rob was fantastic. I know everyone's going to talk about Jalen, how he came out strong like I did, and how Jason finished, but Rob was fantastic last night. He really and truly was. And the way that they the Celtics just threw him into certain lineups, three minutes here, three minutes there, four minutes there, was absolutely fantastic. So I really think that's going to be important going forward in game four. Obviously, you got to limit turnovers, especially you, Marcus. Make the right play, not the cute play. And speaking about Rob Williams and rebounding, I mean, you got to rebound the ball well again. I thought, again, you know, just like Rob Williams is a very sneaky, important part of this uh, win, I thought the rebounding was as well. They only allowed six offensive turnovers. The Celtics had 15 offensive um, offensive turnovers. <laughs> the, the Warriors had six offensive rebounds, and the Celtics had 15 offensive rebounds. There were multiple guys that had two or three offensive rebounds in their stat line, which is great. And they won the battle of the boards by 16, which is something that the Boston Celtics really and truly don't say a lot. They didn't say it a lot in the Bucks series. They didn't say it a lot in the Heat series. Who cares about the Nets series? But like, it, if you can win this rebound, rebounding battle and limit second chance points for this Warriors team, I'm telling you, 
you're going to be really tough to beat. And the the last thing I got I got to say about Game Four is make your fucking free throws. The Celtics were 17 of 24. Even if they went 20 of 24, that's a completely different ball game. I mean, Jason Tatum missed two right away, and you you just have to make your your free throws. It, the Warriors are too good to not take free points. Like seriously, if you have an opportunity to get one free point, do it because Steph Curry can come down and get three just as easy as you can get one. So you have to make your free throws. And, and, and while I'm on the topic of free throws, why, 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 why do people chant MVP, let's go Celtics, all that shit, while the Boston Celtics are inside of TD Garden? Why? Like, if they're shooting a free throw, shut the fuck up. And it's a perfectly good science experiment that I ran last night. Jason Tatum goes to the line, MVP, MVP, clank, clank, misses two free throws. No one chanted MVP the rest of the game. Everyone was quiet when he went to the free throw line. And guess what? He made all of his free throws after that. So shut the fuck up if you're going to TD Garden when Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart or anyone in a Celtics uniform is going to the free throw line and then make all the noise possible while the Warriors are at the free throw line. It's not rocket science. And that's it for episode 181, the afternoon delight special of the Banner Banter podcast. Saturday morning, hopefully, we'll, there'll be another podcast out. We'll see if they win. Come on down to the watch party at Studio B. Tickets are 20 bucks. Thank you for the support as always. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Banner Banter 18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Banter Podcast. And we'll talk to you on Saturday. Toodles and noodles. X's and O's. Bye-bye. Sorry, but I'm gone. I'm history. And I dedicated my life to the Boston Celtics. I dedicated my life to the fans of Boston. I did my very best to please each and every one of you. Good night.